Welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. With you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on your drive home, or you're already at home, either way. Uh, I'm glad that you are joining us today. That, as you know, is the late, great Prince. Happy birthday. Happy heavenly birthday to Prince the Great. Uh, everyone has been posting their their pictures and their memories of Prince today. And so I'm glad to see that he's receiving all this posthumous love. But we wanted to send a happy birthday to him. Listen, today, as every other day, you are welcome to call in. If you want to give your opinion on anything, chime in on something, say hello to me Say hello to our contributor today or Andy. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You are also able to join us right now over in our YouTube chat, which is always so fun. I think you should go over there just because. See what everybody's talking about. Even if you don't get in on the conversation, see what they're talking about because it's always something really, really good. Hello, hello. I see you all joining in already. Um, So, yeah, go ahead. Do that. Make sure that you're following all of our KBLA 1580 social media pages as well. You can also follow me at Robin Ayers and uh, say hello to me while you're doing it. Listen, let's go ahead and get to a couple of updates for you. I wanted to, to bring this to you because I mentioned it the other day. You know, cosmetic surgery. We've been talking about that quite a bit lately because it's a, a hot topic in light of the um, really unfortunate tragic death of Jackie O, uh, who is DC Young Flies, the mother of his children, his longstanding girlfriend or fiance, wife, the, his partner. She passed away allegedly after a mommy makeover. And Monique Slaughter, who is uh, an entrepreneur, reality star, uh, whom we love, we, we, we adore her. She was initially scheduled to go and get herself plastic surgery as well. And she just had a child, by the way. So she was dealing with, with image issues, as we all do. And she made the announcement recently that she unfortunately, in her words, she's not going to go ahead with the uh, with the surgery. Part of that is obviously uh, she was she was still going to do it, but she was taking all that information away from social media to be sensitive to what's going on, be sensitive to the times. But in her case, she's actually really she's really fortunate. She received some uh, she did some preoperative work. And she received word that her EKG was irregular. So something with her heart was not right. Uh, There was definitely something that she didn't want to go ahead and pursue. Her doctors were saying, we can do another one and uh, see if that goes right. This often happens sometimes. And she's like, you know, uh, I'm not going to do it. So it was a heartbreaking moment for her because now she has to go through the battles of having to the whole thing that we talk about, having to look at yourself in the mirror. and ha- She says that she's tried the, the working out, tried all of the things, but none of it seems to be working. So this was going to be her last shot. And unfortunately, she's had a an irregular EKG. So she's not going to go ahead with the, um, with the cosmetic surgery right now. I'm personally kind of happy about that just because it's, it's not a secret how I feel about it. 
So, but I'm still wishing her well because mentally that is not easy when you're dealing with a new new child, dealing with image issues. It's just not easy. So I'm sending my love to Moniz. Uh, but I can't lie about it. I am happy that she's not going to go through with that surgery. In other news, Brian McKnight Jr., he made, he made a statement. He said, listen, I want to let all of you know, in light of all this stuff that was happening with my dad, Brian McKnight, the Brian McKnight, uh, he says he will not be changing his name despite all the people telling him that he should change his name because why be associated? If, it, if you're estranged with your with your father, why be associated Well, he said, listen, I love my name, number one, but also he named his son Brian McKnight. So here's the deal. We have Brian McKnight, the singer, his first son, Brian McKnight Jr. Brian McKnight, the singer, the father, had another child named Brian McKnight. And his son, Brian McKnight Jr., also had another Brian McKnight. So you have four Brian McKnights, two two are children and uh, two adults. It's looking very, very unfortunate over there. Um, But all things can be resolved. You know, I am an optimist. I really am just by nature. So I'm, I'm very hopeful in this family making amends with one another, especially because there are children involved. So hopefully they they can uh, they can all meet up at the um, at the barbecue or the, at the holiday dinner and they could all all the Bryans can get together and make amends as well as the other family. Um, but I do want to go ahead and get into the Rob report and uh, let's go ahead and get that going, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Everywhere I turn on social media, you have people talking about they don't want to get married nowadays. But why? Why? Um, they're, they're talking about the the fact that somebody is going to end up in <laughs> with the short end of the stick. And we'll talk about Mary J. Blige, who just opened up about her alimony and what she had to go through after her divorce. And so now that the tables have turned, because so many people have pointed out that men typically get the, the short end of the stick, we're going to talk about Mary J. Blige and see what people have to say about that. We'll break that down. We're also going to talk about B. Simone, who is actually a really good friend. She's a an, an actress, an entrepreneur podcast host she does in a comedian by the way she sort of made her mark as a comedian first she was actually friends with Jackie O a big a, a really close friend with Jackie O but people are accusing her of monetizing off of her friends passing we'll talk about what they are looking at why people are turned off by what she's doing what she's saying and is she wrong in this situation or is she just living her life speaking of Jackie O we're going to talk about Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, would you call her a rapper? Is she a rapper? Technically, I think she does some rap music, not necessarily well known for that, but she's more known for making controversial statements, to be quite honest with you. And she also is making reference to Jackie O and her passing. We will tell you why it is so distasteful. We're going to break that down for you. And hopefully we can get to this uh, Bob Marley's son story, Rohan Marley. He is um, being sued right now by a former employee. We'll tell you why on the other side. We're going to go ahead and get to our uh, entertainment contributor on the other side as well. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your 
daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, shout out to all of you guys inside our YouTube chat. I see you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Fahim, I can't wait to... Well, I'm going to get to that. We're actually going to get to that first. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and get our entertainment contributor in here, whom I love, TK Trinidad. Hello. Happy Wednesday. How are you? Happy Wednesday. I'm good. How are you doing? You know, I'm 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 ultimately good. My spirits are high, but me and this uh, little thing that you hear going on in my throat are about to throw down. I'm a you know, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Uh, and everybody, you know, send your hands this way. <laughs> everybody send your hands in my direction and pray. Um, anyway, yes, I am in, in great spirits, though, but I truly appreciate that. TK, I don't know if it's just me, but after this was, I think, in early March, we had a whole discussion about. Gary Owen and his wife or ex-wife now, Kenya, who Mm -hmm. there was a whole alimony thing and how she felt as though he was leaving her high and dry. And I posted a clip on my social media to this day that Gary Owen and Kenya clip is probably the most viewed, the most commented on. It is it triggers so many people. And the reason is you have men coming from far and wide and everyone who's really saying these days it's not worth it to get married. And they're saying because if it do, if it dissolves, it, it ends up in divorce or anything else, usually somebody's going to end up with the short end of the stick. No one seems to have faith in fairness anymore, right? And it's, it's funny that it, it usually is the men who's like, I'm never going to get married. Getting married is the craziest thing ever. But here is a situation where, you know, we're talking about Mary J. Blige, who she recently opened up about all of her financial sort of woes that she had in the past. She owed hundreds of millions, according to her, hundreds of millions of dollars in, in back taxes and all of that. But she also opened up about having to pay spousal support for her then husband in from 2016 to 2018 she was paying $30,000 a month to her ex-husband um and she actually we have a clip of it let's go ahead and uh and let's listen to what she had to say and we'll get your comments on it what advice would you give as far as for a woman that may be wealthy well off and they're looking to get married get a prenup <laughs> cuz i didn't have one and that's why I, was in, I ended up having to just give everything away because it's so, let me just speak, it's so whack right now that men, you know, can come at you and get, and, and, you know, you know and, and get alimony. So when I was getting a divorce, I was like, <laughs> you mean to tell me I got to pay him? And he cheated and he lied and he stole, and you, you know, not to get all petty, but you know what I'm saying? I, you mean I got to pay him for cheating and lying on, on, on to me and ruining my life? So, yeah, and, and, and the law is you have to, you know, so I say get a prenup, cover yourself up. Um, yeah. Listen, if you're watching me on YouTube and you see me laughing, it's because Andy. Andy is over here giving me his comments on everything. Andy, I will. I'm going to get to you because I want to hear what you have to say. But TK, tell me what you think about this situation. Number one, is this are we in a state where most people, 
and by a state, I'm not talking about like because I'm in California. I'm just saying that the state of our of our society right now, are we in a place where people just don't want to get married and they automatically assume that they're going to be someone's going to be ending up paying uh, spousal support or alimony and uh, usually it's the men who are saying who are saying that but then Mary J. Blige opens up about she feels like she got the short end of the stick because she wasn't the one who uh, committed the adultery she wasn't the one who was stealing money and so on and so forth but she got stuck with paying $30,000 a month and having to go back to work and earn a lot more money just to be able to pay him what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, depending on the state, too, you have to remember that even if you don't get married, if you're together for like a ridiculous amount of years, yeah. I think it's like seven in California, they can still take you like it's kind of sort of a divorce without even getting married. So there's you, you can still, you know, file for alimony and all that, all, all that type of stuff. But if you look at like back in the day and this is like when the dowries and all that stuff was happening, marriage was a business. Mm. Yeah, And not to say to take love out of it, you know, there's, you know, when they did that, doesn't mean that every, you know, marriage that happened back in that day was great or it was bad or all the, all the stuff. But there was definitely a business element to it. And I think that um, sometimes we, we go by the emotions and sometimes we have to take a step back and, you know, put the business to it. So it's like, yes, I want to marry you. Uh, and then essentially take a step back and take think of all the worst case scenarios because you're never really going to know how somebody's really going to react until after a breakup or a divorce happens. Absolutely. Like you're never going to see that side of that person because like that doesn't happen until that happens. You're like, oh, who is this person? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think and it, it might seem like heartless and cold, but it's kind of like. Well, if we're going to have kids together, we're going to do this together. Like, what what does that all look like? And not to say, oh, well, this person has a low credit score, therefore X, Y, and Z. But it's like, look at all those, look at all the things. There should be, and I'm sure there is, some relationship coach has it somewhere. There should be kind of a checklist before you get married that you should look at from a business standpoint. And if it doesn't make sense business-wise and you still go and do it, when it all kind of, you know, falls flat in space, then you have no way to blame but yourself. Man, or I'm, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, how are we going to correct this? I'm telling you, I, I want to have an entire conversation surrounding this because there's so much to it. Andy, please jump on this mic and give me your thoughts because I, I do want to know, people, there is this concept, this this idea that we think you should get married for love. I want to marry the the love of my life and I want to have a partnership with my with the love of my life. But to your point, TK, it really is about business, and we should really think with that uh, in the forefront. But, Andy, give me your thoughts on this whole Mary J. Blige and paying alimony thing. Um, you know, it's kind of amusing uh, hearing this from Mary J. Blige, specifically a woman. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, considering her status, I understand it 100%. I mean, I, I hearken back to um, Britney Spears, and uh, I forgot that dude's name. Kevin Federline? Kevin Federline. Yeah. You know, he straight hustled her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 you're a man or woman of need, of, of means, excuse me, mm -hmm. you got to protect yourself regardless. And, and, and in an ideal world, when you enter a marriage, you would think 
that it's all about love. Right. But you know, when, when, when you become married, there's all these other legalities that kind of play into it mm. that can mess things up. Yeah. So if you know, if you don't go in with the right intentions, I'm sorry, you got to protect yourself at all times. So yes or no, Andy is marriage today still a good idea. <laughs> I think you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Look, if, oh boy. once again, <laughs> once again, if your intentions are love, then yes. Mm. But if you're going in for any other reason outside of love, I'm going to go ahead and say no. All right. Well, Fahima, she says that uh, she says she has a friend who makes six figures and he had his daughter's mother pay him child support. She was a teaching assistant. He then married his lawyer that handled his case, which I think is wow. Uh, marriage isn't the problem, she says, before anyone says I do. Be sure he or she can. Oh, that's interesting. Pretty Brown Mimi says marriage is a good thing, just a prenuptial agreement and don't get married in a community property state, Florida, California, New York, etc. Uh, <laughs> sort of to your point, TK. Um, it, it's really unfortunate because I get it. I got married. I'm happily married, though. And uh, you really have to be careful of the type of person that you marry. You have to you have to foresee what this per, how this person even deals with things on a day-to-day basis, how they how mm-hmm. how they act, how how fair are they? And I'm talking about not in your relationship. That's the best way to see is when, in when they're in, in general, how how do they treat mm-hmm. people um in their daily lives? Would they return a wallet that they found? You know, I mean, just being fair <laughs> and not take the money out of it, return the wallet with everything in it. Um, you have to be careful who you are marrying. And I believe the signs are there before you actually say I do. I believe you can see all of that. The 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 problem is a lot of people, I'm not even going to say most people, but a lot of people bury those red flags that they see they choose not to see it because they feel like, you know what, I can, um, this person is going to change with me. I can change this person or they just, they're trying to get married to this person for other reasons. And so I just, you know, it's really sad. I do believe in marrying for love, but I also believe that you have to take care of your business. You know, that's just sort of uh, unfortunate for her that she had to end up in this situation. But I was very curious because Everyone says don't do it. And most people are talking about for the men. Do you have any, first of all, for men um, who say that they don't want to get married? How does this work out now, TK? Are we just living a life of just shacking up now? We're going at, we're, everything is against the Bible, by the way. So I'm not even even going to talk biblically. biblically. (laughs) Nobody's paying attention to the word. So are we shacking up now? How does this work? How do you go long term without actually going through with your marriage you just shacking up well I, I i think it's depending on the intention like i i think in this society like i was talking today at work where you know there was a time where there was just like phones you call the phone you left the voicemail and you know it usually takes somebody 24 hours cover out to get back to you now if you text you expect somebody to like get back to you as soon as possible and i think that's the same thing with relationships where it's like once it gets hard you're like no nah, i can i can just swipe like, this is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like, the moment there's, like, it's not even, like, a red flag. There's something that it, it you have to work at because, and, and, you know, you're the married, you're the happily married one, so you let me know. Even though you're happily married, it still works. Yeah. 100%. So, like, people don't realize that. So, it's, like, the moment it gets, this, it gets hard, people want to exit the relationship. And, again, this is barring the extremes, you know, abuse and all those things. Sure. But, like, 
there's there's things where I think people really stop being in a relationship because it's hard and they feel like they can go somewhere else. And it's so easy to access so many people, like through dating apps, mm-hmm. through social media, through all the things that it's like it's easy to get into another relationship that they want to. And it's easy to get into a situationship, which I think is even more common now versus it was, you know, 20 years ago. You know what? Remember the days? Well, I'm sure it dates back far beyond my time when I was born. But remember the days when your access to people was only as large as your community, your, you know, your circle, um, where you went to church or school. And that was it. You know, you could meet someone at the grocery store, but typically that was going to be in your community or you can meet them through a mutual friend. But again, that's in within a circle. There were those times where you'd meet someone and you made it work. But nowadays, it does feel like what you were saying. You you meet people, some you know, you start dating somebody and you don't want to even go through anything. The, the moment y'all hit, you know, an argument, you're like, all right, I'm out because you feel like there's someone else. I can swipe left. I can swipe right. I can... I can get on social media. I can, you know, you feel like you have access to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And it's just so unrealistic. So really, really unfortunate. But uh, I will say this. Shockingly, I want to say I want to ask who said no. If you bold enough to tell me who said no in the poll, in the RU2 poll, I have the question. Is marriage still a good idea today? 88 percent of you say yes. In 12, somebody said no. I don't I want to know who said no and why. So if you are so bold enough to either put it in the chat or a call and let me know why, I would love to hear that point. But uh, shout out to Mary J. Blige, who is uh, doing a fantastic job on power and she's still doing her music. She's still doing so many other things. And she now says she's taking control of her life, her money, all of those good things. And she's no longer paying that alimony. So shout out to her when we come forward. We're going to talk about this uh, B. Simone thing and this uh, Jackie O situation. It's a really sad thing. It's a it's a touchy subject, but we're going to talk about it after our news, traffic, and sports. You are still inside the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Rob Report. More of, More of the Rob Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk 1580. The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Again, happy heavenly birthday to the late great Prince. Oh, I can listen to Prince all day. That's the vibe. Thank you, Andy, for that. Thank you so much. Uh, If you're just joining us, welcome. Welcome into The Raw Report. We were just talking about alimony and marriage. And is it a good idea? A lot of people say no. A lot of people say no. Uh, We are talking about Mary J. Blige and how after her divorce, she had to pay alimony for 
her ex-husband from 2016 to 2018, $30,000 a month. In fact, she had to go back to work. She was touring and doing all of these things just to be able to pay this alimony. In addition to she had some other financial troubles that she was getting past. But uh, Kwamel said, and I agree with this so much. She says, we got to learn how to spend significant time and grow old with someone again. Thank you for saying that. That's a whole word right there. Penny Thompson says, getting married is easy. Staying married successfully is the key. Woo! Respect, love, understanding, compassion, communication, and so much more. It's a lifelong commitment. And she knows what she's talking about. Let's go ahead and get TK Trinidad back in here. And I want to talk about B. Simone, whom I do. I adore her. She's a she's a comedian. She's an entrepreneur. Um, all of these wonderful things. But she was also really good friends with Jackie O. So she is grieving at this time. Her dear friend, sincerely, authentically grieving her friend who we, as you know, we've talked about this over the past several days. Jackie O uh, passed away from uh, allegedly from a, mom, a mommy makeover. She has some sort of uh, difficulties and uh, she passed away after she got to the hospital. She is the mother of three kids, DC Young Fly, his children. And B. Simone is now catching a lot of heat because I, let, let me give you the background and how this works. On Instagram specifically, you have you can post things. You can post things on your actual page. You can post reels, which are more video based. You can post things in your Instagram stories, which are, you know, they, they go away every 24 hours. I'm sure all of you know what I'm talking about. But there's a very specific thing that you can do called close friends. And you can. Uh, label who you want your close friends to be and when you post things you can make sure that they only go to your close friends and not the entire uh, amount of people who are following you well I want to be clear B Simone had already been charging people she had already been charging people to become close friends now that's not necessarily supposed to be a thing. You don't charge people to be your close friend. But that's what she was doing to, to sort of weed out all the people. Like, who's really here because they want to support me? So that's what she was doing. So I want to make it clear. But she did post something that people are not happy about. The fact that she went and said, uh, she recently posted after her um after her friend's passing, she says, if you're not on my close friends, you're not going to see much of my life during this time. Close friends, I love you. Thank you for being a safe space. But people thought that she's seemingly monetizing off of the death of her friend or off of the grieving process of her friend. I don't know what you think about this, TK. What, what are your thoughts on even her mentioning that um, if, unless you're a close friend, you won't necessarily see the behind the scenes of my life right now. Um, your your thoughts on that? Do you take that as her sort of insinuating, hey, you need to uh, pay me in order to become a close friend so you can see my grieving process and, and all that behind the scenes? Or do you see it as her just living her life and making a, a statement? Uh, I think this is a case of, like, we need to know more information and or jumping, you know, to the wrong conclusions. And, you know, we, we all are guilty of this once, you know, once in a while on social media where we post a cryptic message and people can take, take it for what they, are, what they will based off of what's going on in the world. And there's just not enough information, like, for me, like, yes, it's, you know, they were close friends, 
but she already has the close friends. It's like if she's in this grieving process, she wants to be around, you know, people. If the people have paid this paywall, and she already formed formed a community, then you know maybe she's protecting herself. Mm. I like you know it's just there's so many different elements, and my first thing to like. My first inclination is not to jump down her throat. I'm got I think you said it at the top of the show. It's like mm-hmm. giving people grace and assuming that you know they're they're not doing it for ill intention. Sure. So like this post is way too like it, you can take it so many ways and you want to. It seems like everybody's taking it in a negative way. And I've read some of the comments through you know other um, postings. It's like some people are like you know for it. Some people are against, against it. But until B Simone actually says what exactly she's talking about mm-hmm. and she doesn't have to because it's her instagram page etc yeah. then like i don't think it's right for us to assume that and then also we don't have to pay like you know what i'm saying so it's kind of one of those things like okay you're getting upset at her but then just don't pay and if, and if it upsets you that much then just unfollow her absolutely like yeah no well you said know, it well seems said very simple but yeah, and I agree with you in that um, I- I've said this many times just about with everything when we were talking about Pride Month and how Target recently had um, they they took down, I'll say, some of the merchandise that they had for gay pride based on their customers backlash and based on these some of the team members were receiving death threats. And so they were concerned with the safety of their team. I understand that. But. Uh, in regards to the customers who come in and they don't quite like what they see, well, it's not for you. Keep walking. Similarly, with B. Simone or anybody else for that for that fact, it trips me out how social media works these days. People wake up in the morning, it seems, just to go on social media, just to say something negative, just to get some sort of response because... A lot of the times what happens is, and you you may uh, see the same thing, TK, is that people sometimes get well known off of their comments in these blogs, you know, when they comment on the blogs, because if they comment enough and then they get so many likes and responses under their comments, they become well known based on that alone. So I think that is the, the key for a lot of people. That is the angle for a lot of people. So... It doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean anything. It just means that you just threw your opinion out there, but nobody is giving the benefit of the doubt. Here is a woman who I believe is sincerely grieving her friend, and she's just saying, you guys are probably not going to see that unless you're a close friend. You're probably not going to see too much of, of my life right now. Because you have all kinds of realizations, in my in my opinion. When someone passes away, you start to see how other people act, and especially someone who's in the in the public eye. You see how people how how they are, and so she's you know I don't I'm not mad at her for that um, statement at all. But it seems that people think that she's trying to monetize. Uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says it seems exploit. Oh wow. Okay, she she okay. So you believe that she's trying to exploit Jackie's family? Okay, that uh, and and again, everybody has their own opinion. I just say give the benefit of the doubt before right uh, before we jump to conclusions. I did while we have a few minutes. I did want to go ahead and get to uh, Azalea Banks, who actually based on this same thing on Jackie O. Here is the backstory on Azalea Banks. I'm gonna say this pretty quickly for anybody who does not know. She is a rapper slash 
public figure of some sort. I don't quite know exactly what she does, but she is music artist but she's more well known because she says a lot of she's gotten into a lot of beef with a lot of different people over the over the years so people know her but it's more so because she's controversial well she went on Wildin' Out which is Nick Cannon's famous uh big popular show that he has and uh she had sort of this encounter with DC Youngfly again who was the 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 partner of Jackie O and he clowned her. He clowned her enough to make her cry. Okay, she cried on the show. I mean, but she also clowned him. She was also doing this. It was this whole back and forth thing. This happened years ago. But she still had this, uh, this, um, I mean, she was very passionate about getting back to him in some way, shape, or form. With that back knowledge being said, she wrote this in regards to Jackie O's passing. She said DC Youngfly spent years disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes pointed at pointed at women's beauty, projecting his own feelings about his own ugliness onto women per- perfectly secure in their own skin. She continued to say, "Say what you want about my tears, they were pure tears of rage and all the weak and, and not all of it was weakness." She says, "But in the end, I won." She talks about how uh, Jackie O must have been a deeply insecure woman about herself. She says uh, that she goes on and on about him, about him. And then she says, ironically, she, this is about Jackie O, dead at 32, exactly on my 32nd birthday, May 31st, 2003 in Miami. She is basically making a mockery of the fact that the woman who was with DC Youngfly has passed away. She talks about this karma and things like that. What do you get of this? This is, to me, the most distasteful thing you could ever do. And she I don't even know if she cares at this point about her career or making herself look good to further herself in her career at all. Because this is just horrible. What are your thoughts on that, TK? <laughs> well, I mean, she's been doing and saying stuff like this for years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's disgusting and the, the fact that you know, mother of three, like whatever your feelings may, but the, the fact with her tears and everything that happened with DC Young flies happened so many years ago, it's like you should be over that. So that's more of a maturity thing. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like that's she's more, Azalea Banks is more known for, you know, these crazy statements and accusing people of stuff and all this stuff versus. You know, her, I, you know, I, I guess I agree with Andy, like entertainer career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then on top of that, we pay attention when she does that. So exactly. I think if we can make a collective effort, if, you know, if we are all kind of disgusted with this, as you know, this is more a publication type thing, mm-hmm. a collective effort just to ignore her, um, mm. then, you know, none of that stuff will, you know what I'm saying? So it's disgusting, <laughs> but like, it's not surprising. I agree so, with you. Can we all just yeah. make a concerted effort to leave Azalea Banks alone? I just think that she needs to sit down somewhere, take a time out, and leave people alone. This is the most distasteful thing that you could ever do. And I'm not one to wish bad, negative, nothing on anyone. But you you, you want to talk about karma. And she's saying that Jackie O's death is pretty much, she's making a mockery of it and basically calling it karma for DC Young Fly's problem with her and mockery of her. 
But I'm telling you right now, that is something you do not want to mess with. You do not put your nastiness on people's names like that. And so um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I was just mentioning her as a throwaway. So I'm not even concerned about Azalea Banks like that. Not too much of a topic for me at all. Um, but I'm still sending love and uh, condolences to D.C. This is prop. I'm sure this is still very, very new for him. And he's got to figure out a whole new way of life for him and his children and mm-hmm. the rest of their family. So sending love and prayers to them. TK, TK Trinidad, I appreciate you as always. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Thanks for having me. You can find me on everything, everywhere at TK Trinidad. Yes, you can. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your night and hope to talk with you next week as well. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. When we come forward, as you already know, we've got your Who's Got Next and what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. All right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. That's right. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Unity. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, well, well. We have a great uh, Who's Got Next. They're always so great. Uh, sometimes I know them, sometimes I don't. But this person I've, I've actually heard of before. I've heard some of his other music. Uh, this one came out seven days ago, and... I and actually he's featuring someone else who I love, Black and uh, Casey. This is Tolliver, and it's called Plans. Let's check it out. Oh Lord, Jason made another one. What should I do? I need you in my bed. I have plans for the night.
called Plans. It's a little vibe. I can't lie. It's a little vibe. Seven days ago, they released this again with Black and Casey. Uh, yeah, that's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, so go ahead and check him out. I put that in the... Uh, did I put that? I thought I put that in the um, YouTube chat. Anyway, his name is Don Tolliver Plans. Check it out. Uh, what I don't want you to miss. So some, I, I, I want to make my way over there. One of these years that they do this, this is the third annual Black Ball. It's basically considered the Black Grammys that's happening in Atlanta. This is tomorrow. This is actually happening tomorrow, which is so cool. Um, from the pictures that I've seen, everybody really, really, they, they dress to the nines. They put on their very best and <clears throat> their uh, black ties and beautiful gowns. I mean, they come stunting. And one thing that I was just in Atlanta last month and I was at a very nice event. And one thing I know about them is, first of all, Atlanta is its own uh it's a their own metropolitan it's 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 i mean they got a they got a thing going on over there and it's like it belongs to them <laughs> like sure they'll come over to LA and all of that stuff but Atlanta it's like that thing i'm sure you all have heard about that black excellence and black atlanta i mean they really have their own thing that they love they really take care of it so this thing is no different this is being put on by uh, quality Control, if you're familiar with um, the CEO of Quality Control, his name is Pierre P. Thomas. This is the third annual Black Ball. It's actually uh, in honor of his birthday. It's his birthday celebration, but they turned it into what's called the Black Grammy. So if you want to go out there and see just about everybody who's based in Atlanta, all the actors, all the, the musicians, the artists and things like that, you can definitely go and check that out. Again, that's happening tomorrow. And one of these days... I have some friends over in Atlanta. If you're listening to me right now, let's make that happen. I'll host the red carpet, <laughs> maybe, or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Got to be careful what you say, because once you start letting things out of your mouth, things will come to pass, and that is a fact. Uh, Kwamel, I want to say I agree with you. He says, our people got to stop listening to bitter Internet narratives. Come on now and preach. I agree with you, Kwamel. Uh, this, I just, I want to say this just, uh, moving forward, we have to just do so much better humanity. We have to be so much better just regarding people. And this is not just on the, on the internet or social media, just in general, when you meet people, you have to treat people well, think well of people, um, first, Think well of them first and not necessarily negative. I think society right now is telling us, is teaching us and training us to think negatively about people. But if you want to do great things and go great places, you have to be a good person. I truly believe that being a kind person, a good person will get you indoors that your talent, money or resources can't get you into. Being a good person can, though. So anyway. Great show. Thank you so much to TK Trinidad. I'm going to fight this thing, whatever's going on in here. I'm going to, you know, beat it up. Andy's hooking me up with some, you know, concoctions and whatnot. So we're going to get it going on. Uh, but you guys, thank you so much for hanging in here with me. You are listening to The Raw Report. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.